Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to Turn It Up, a brand new show featured on A Measure of Truth on BlogTalkRadio.com. Turn It Up is all about independent recording artists of all kinds, R&B, rap, jazz, soul, gospel, even country. But the primary reason for Turn It Up is to feature and help independent artists that take it to the next level by showcasing new music, sharing studio recording tips and tricks, to help your tracks stand out like the pros and industry information to help you choose the right path and keep you in the game. Every week we bring you new artists, industry insiders, and fresh new tracks that you won't be able to hear anywhere else. The truth is, if you're an independent artist trying to make it in the music biz, you need all the help you can get. So let's stop playing. Get your demos together and get ready to turn it up. If you just click the link on my webpage or you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page and you want to call in live, look, we'd love to talk with you. So give us a call. Here's the number, 347-326-9470. Hope you like you can Twitter me your questions and comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. Judith Hill has been immersed in music since the time she could only stand in her crib and see Sly Stone, Billy Preston, and other funk soul icons hanging out with her musician parents in the living room. Back in June of 2009, Judith shared the stage with Michael Jackson and was honored to be chosen as the only female lead vocalist for his This Is It tour before he tragically passed away during the rehearsal period. Judith is no newcomer to the music biz. She, in fact, has recorded and performed with a number of legendary superstars such as Elton John, Smokey Robinson, Usher, Babyface, and Rod Stewart, just to name a few. Her singing has also been heard in several high-profile movies, including Sex in the City 2, Dreamgirls, and Happy Feet 2. Combining electro, soul, pop, and hints of ambient funk into her take on love, heartache, and joy, 
She rides the line between avant-garde and pop radio with big beats, bass, synths, world instruments, and a range of emotions. Judith is currently writing and recording her debut solo album with the legendary producer Dave Stewart of the Eurythmics. Judith Hill. Well, not yet. Welcome, Truth Seekers. Look, we've got Judith Hill, but she's coming up. She's just not ready yet. She's actually in studio right now recording new tracks for us, and um, we're going to have her come in a little bit later, so hang in there. But you have turned in, you've turned into the Judith Hill listening party, and that's what we're going to do tonight. We're just going to listen to some fresh new tracks, and um, we'll just wait for her to come on. And um, as soon as she is, we'll have her on, and um, you'll get an opportunity to talk with her. And um, in the meantime, welcome my co-host, the Leo. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, man? Doing good, man. I'm blessed. I can't complain about nada. Yeah, man. You know, this must be that time of year. Everybody's in the studio and... Oh, Tell yeah. us what you've been up to lately, man. Oh, man, I've been sleeping in the studio, man. Same old, same. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, actually working on a project right now with Papa G. I probably mentioned it in the past. Uh, it's called VA Intersection. Now, this right here, VA Intersection is going to be, I'm telling you, I'm hyping it, but at the same time, this is this is the truth. matter of fact, this ain't even the truth. This is the truthest. Okay, this is the truthest. Okay, the truthest is... VA intersection is is going to be the hottest thing to hit VA streets in a long time. Wow! It's a hip hop, hip hop, uh, R&B collabo with me and your boy Papa G. I'm doing production. We we we've got a couple other uh, producers out here in uh, Virginia, like Fly Beats, a uh, dude named D- uh, Dante. Uh, so yeah, man, we we getting it in. As a matter of fact, we're going to be bringing uh, one of the upcoming tracks, the the one that will be promoted from the album. We'll probably premiere it on the next show. It's called NBA. Yeah, then, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to do that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then I'm working on my own album on the side as well. I'm about halfway through that. Uh, the last one, that track I did on there is called Forever. That's coming oh, together okay. real good. So, oh, yeah. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll get a sneak peek at that today. Yeah, yeah. So why don't you go ahead and intro that one right now, man? No doubt, no doubt. Y'all get your ears wide open <laughs> for Forever by the Leo. Check it out.
Nice, 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 man. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, that's that forever right there. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, you know, your your ballads are my favorites, man. So, you know, that was really nice. I was very happy to hear that earlier today when you sent this to me. And uh, has anybody else um, been able to hear this? Is this fresh out the studio? This is this is this is fresh out the studio. There hasn't been many people that have heard it though. Just you know, people you know close close to me have heard it. I haven't really put it out or anything like that yet because I'm still in the middle of working on the album. So wow, oh, that's yeah, nice. but uh, it's coming together, man. It's really coming together good. And uh, you know, there's something something I want to put out there to all the all the musicians, people that's coming up and and trying to make it out there is that you know even though you're doing your music thing and you're passionate about it, you also make sure you know what I'm saying you get your education on the side. You know what I'm saying it's very important to get your education and have your, your backup plan because anything can happen to you. You know, tomorrow's not promised to anybody. Your voice is not promised to tomorrow. You know, athletes, your ankles ain't promised for tomorrow. You know, all that stuff. So right, that's right. one thing I think is take very seriously. And uh matter of fact, while we're on the subject, shout out to ACT College over in Alexandria, uh, to Sarah, Eva, Joanne, uh, and, and Bonnie. You know, they, they definitely hold it down over there. And I know they're going to be listening tonight, so. <laughs> all right, all right. Some new listeners. That's yeah. good, man. And um, tell us, um, so you said you're working on actually two different projects. Which one's going to come out first? Um, Wow, it's a race right now. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> it's, a, it's a race. I don't know who's, I don't know what's going to get, uh, get finished first. Um, It's looking like it might be, it might be my album first because I, I pretty much do a lot of my own production. Um, for for the uh, VA Intersection collabo, we're, we're starting to reach out more to a couple other um, producers too. So we got to kind of wait on them to get back with us and you know send the tracks to us and things like that. So that kind of right, goes right. up the process. But um, I mean the the, the inspiration is there. The music's coming to me every day. So ain't no telling what's going what's going to happen. You know. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And by the way, did you get a chance to hear the interview with Judith Hill on uh, Monday on Monday's The Measure of Truth? I sure did. I hope all the listeners got to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. If you didn't, you better check it out. That's absolutely. It was and, good. Um, you know, I have actually thought about um, playing a little bit of that interview on the show, but we're just going to leave it open, and I may do a, a remix of that show later on with uh, um, the Amazon and the Turn It Up. Take that. Oh. Yeah. Take that, take that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, just just to go ahead and intro this um Judith Hill listening party. Um after Michael Jackson passed away back in uh June twenty fifth of two thousand nine, um Judith actually wrote this song especially for him and it sort of gives us some insight into the way she felt her experience and um it, it was an amazing event for these people who had auditioned for this tour who were all major fans of Michael Jackson and yeah. to be riding so high and to hear this tragic news uh, was devastating. You know, for most of us, it was a shock, but you, you're talking about people who were on top of the world and right. had their own way to fall down. And um, yeah, this was a, a really amazing tribute as well, but it, it kind of, gives you some insight into the emotion that they may have all felt during that time. This is We'll Always Be Missing You by Judith Hill.
Yeah, you, you know it's it's, it's amazing uh, and the performance and everything, but the song in itself is dramatic and and it's kind of dreamy but haunting all yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really nice. Yeah, and um, it's amazing too. I mean, when I heard this song too, I I automatically knew that because I've listened to quite a a, a few of um, Judith's tracks on her website at judithhill.com. And um, this is nothing like anything she had written before. And, mm. um, and um, yeah, you'll hear the contrast as we listen to some of her other tracks. And this is still the Judith Hill listening party. So we're yeah. going to try to bring the mood up a little bit as we remember Michael. And um, we'll go ahead and um, transition into one of her newer upbeat tracks that um, she has this kind of pop vibe that can't really describe it, but it reminds me a lot of 80s music. And she had another track on her website as well called um, Excuse Me that sort of had this same type of vibe. But uh, I'm really happy to hear a, another track in that same um, light. And yeah. uh, this is, um, what is this track? It's called Dance. So here it is, Dance. All right. I'll turn it up. Yeah, that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
man, yeah, 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 yeah. She's got quite the nice. voice, man. Yeah, yeah, and she has a very unique style, man. That's what I really love and appreciate about you know what I'm saying how she does her thing. Yeah, yeah, it's, and it's um, unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, and you know it's interesting too because um because of her being a session musician and working studios with so many different um top name artists. I mean, I, I think she's just become a chameleon, man. She can go in so many different directions. It's just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, and um, just to make sure we we get everything in, we're gonna jump right into um another track, and um. This one's called Till the End. amazing you know if if you listen to the song see i hear all these different styles and voices and and it just it it amazes me it's like the favorite things i like about the singers that i love the most she seems to to incorporate them in her music and um i i don't even know what to call it but it this song starts off with the sweetness of a corinne bailey ray and then it kind of moves into you know sort of the structure and the way she hangs those notes at the end like um john legend and yeah, then when she, exactly, and then she powers up, and you know, it reminds you of Pink. You know, I'm like, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. So see, that, yeah. That, that's good because she takes you on that roller coaster. 
Exactly. And that's how a lot of, I mean, a lot of real good songs are. They'll, they'll take you, you know, they walk you at first. You know, they hold your hand and walk you at first. And you ease into skipping along. Next thing you sprint. Then you want a cigarette when it's all done. You know, so that, that's a good song right there. She definitely, yeah. uh, you know, works it and takes you through all the emotions with her. And that's, yeah. that's, that's a sign to me of a good singer, somebody who can make you feel what they're feeling when they sing a song or, you know, take you into that mood. Right, right. It's got a great story, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, you're right. It's very emotional and kind of, it's kind of an escape song. You know, yeah. let stuff go for a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's very nice stuff, and um, you know, she's in studio right now. She's working with Dave Stewart, the legendary Dave Stewart from the Eurythmics. Uh-huh. Man. Are you old enough to remember the Eurythmics? Uh, well, I don't know if I'm old enough to remember. <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't. Oh, I, man. I'm not, not familiar with them. Really? One of my favorite all-time groups, you guys have to Google, Annie Lennox and the Eurythmics. Man. Uh, yeah. and, and, and their most famous song, I believe, is, of course, um, um, Sweet Dreams. But um, then she came out with another um, really hot, single too called um walking on broken glass and um i remember i i i had everything when we were still buying albums i had everything uh-huh. that they had ever um, so when, done. when were the eurythmics out they were in the 80s man they were um, 80s uh, see I, yeah. I, I probably do know their songs by hearing them but just not by mm-hmm. yeah yeah you had to you know that's something i haven't done yet i have to drop that into um what is the name of that? Pandora, and see what comes up along with that. Probably all of those old 80s tracks that I love so much. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 80s was a good time. Oh, yeah, big time. Big time, you know. That's an old like man like you. Trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> you can't oh, trick or treat man. now. You got to do it online. <laughs> you get one Skittle. One day mail you one email you one Skittle and a hug. <laughs> That's it. Oh man, you're man, crazy! Three, we used to take that seriously back in the day, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they Real still. Yeah, you know, my neighborhood. Um, it's a big deal here too. You know. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, man. You got yeah. some big houses, Mike. Y'all be giving away them chocolates, the the the, the good candy, no tootsie rolls over there. Y'all got Snickers and Reese's and and you know some high dollar. You know, oh no. Usually change clothes and hit y'all neighborhoods up. <laughs> oh <laughs> boy. Yeah, well, you should, you should bring you should bring your um your kids by, you know that that'd be oh, great. Yeah. Oh yeah, they asked him. They asked me about Halloween outfits today. Did y'all get them yet? <laughs> the Halloween outfit. I I know what Mama told you. Yet. Mama said y'all was gonna get it Friday. Okay. Well, I want to ask Mommy then. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually yeah. thinking about maybe even going down. Um, down to Georgetown this year and getting some pictures to post of some of those crazy costumes that um, the D.C. natives of Georgetown are known for. Huh. Yeah, yeah. But um, let's jump right in because we expect Judith to call in um, shortly, and um, we just have time at that point to just, you know, talk with her and um, find out how everything is going in studio. But um, this next track is um called crazy about you and um very sweet track as well but again a, a kind of a different style crazy about you Oh, 
I'm crazy about that track, man. That that yeah. was that was hot, man. That's a hit right there. I, I think that's going to be the one, man. Whew. man. And she, and her voice is very strong. It's strong and soulful. Yeah, and you know, it, it just it amazes me. She just goes in any direction she wants, and she goes hard. I mean, all yeah. the way there. You know, this this track reminds me a little bit of how um, the progression in some of um, Prince's music starts up, and it really, you know, developed uh, you know what? That's very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when, when she really got into the vocal, man, it was sort of like, you know, Christina Aguilera, man. I mean, right, she punches it hard. Yeah, yeah. And, she, yeah. and she did all of these runs and everything flawlessly, man. I mean, knee-deep in it. It was just amazing. She had my heart. It was like my heart just dropped when I heard her go, from that top scale and run down, ooh, and took it down, and then came back up and hit it, right, hit it real hard right after that low. Uh, she ended up uh, on low, on low note, and then went yeah. straight into that punch. I was like, wow. Yeah, that's man. Control. That's that's serious voice control, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna lie to her and tell her it's my birthday, so she can say. You know, my birthday was uh, last month, but uh, it's okay if you sing it today.
Yeah, we were just talking about your range and everything. It's crazy how how you can punch, how you punch like you'll go from from like we just listened to this uh, that last song and you you know you did a run and you you ended up on a low note and then came right up and hit him with a punch. Oh, like whoa! Like, wow! <laughs> it's like watching a fight. I'm like oh oh. <laughs> <laughs> funny. You guys are funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, so how's it going in the studio for you tonight? Oh, it's going well. Actually, I'm in Vegas right now working on the show, and uh, oh, we're huh? just in the middle of rehearsing it. It's been a bit chaotic today, but it's going well. Wow. So there's going to be a performance in Vegas. Uh-huh, yeah. Man, that is awesome. Yeah. Wow. wow. So is there um, is there anything that we can um, pub up for you as far as the show, and um, who's putting it on, who's going to be on it with you? Um, well, it's right now. It's I'm doing a lot of um, the background singing and, and just a lot of stuff. It's it's, it's um, called the Hitman and it's David Foster and it's a pretty cool show. We've got um, Earth, Wind and Fire, Donna Summer, Shaka Khan, Natalie Cole, wow. um, and, and the list that keeps going on. Michael Bolton and Seal. So it's a really great oh show. Oh my God! And, and Seal. Just, um, yeah. Yeah. So Shaka Khan, boy, I got yeah. a little weak there for a minute, you know? It's been <laughs> yeah. a long time, but, man, I tell you, I was a big fan of Shaka Khan. Wow. Yeah, she's great. Wow. It's so, been a busy it, day today, but it's going really well. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And um, we've been just pretty much having a Judith Hill listening party and and enjoying all these amazing tracks. Wow. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And that song you wrote for Michael, that was just, I, I, I saw him dancing in slow motion in my head when, when I was little. Oh, oh man. Oh. It's serious. <laughs> it's serious. Thank it you. takes you there. Just like yeah. that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. And you're talking to probably one of the biggest Michael Jackson fans ever. As a matter of fact, uh, the Leo used to be a Michael Jackson impersonator. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You know, it started from moonwalking in the kitchen with the socks on. I know you've been there. Before. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, I just did that. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But um, cool. we actually played a, one of his tracks as well. And um, tell us a little bit about because you know one of the things we do on this show is we help um, independent artists to be able to understand and structure um, their music a little bit better and. Um, the way your your music is orchestrated, I mean, God, you can tell that you studied music, but give a tip to someone who's just starting out who maybe just understands how to produce a beat, some of the things that they ought to look at in their music to put it together to make it um, have a, a an amazing intro before they start whatever it is they, they um, think is the main part of their uh, music. Right. Well, I know for me, like the songwriting process, usually my best songs, happen when I come up with the melody first, just a cappella, um, because then it's like, it's strong and it holds its ground without any music behind it. Um, but, you know, it depends on the song type as well, but that that's usually I find my stronger songs. But then, you know, very often I'll come up with a groove first, and if the root groove is just amazing and sick, I just, you know, will go with that. It tends to be a little bit more difficult to piece the melodies together in that way, but it's still you can come out with some pretty killer stuff with that. I, I tend to like the first way the best. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I would think you would have started with maybe the groove when you did dance. Oh, I sure did, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, it's yeah. very quirky, and, and that's some of my favorite kind of music that you do. But I think I've changed up because Crazy About You kind of really blew me away. And, and I was telling the Leo that it, it sort of started out to me with this like Corinne Bailey Ray kind of vibe and um the intro was more like Prince. It was just very good progression. And then you just cut it loose with the and you kinda of got into this Christina Aguilera kind of thing where you really showed off your vocals. It was just an amazing piece. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that, that one that that's one when we were like, Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that one's a that's a great one. I always like performing that song. Yeah, and, and tell us a little bit too about um 
some of some of the things that you're listening for you you work with a lot of people in a team in order to be able to record and you you sort of came up in the studio um mm-hmm. give these guys some some techniques in putting together um a good team and what they should be looking for when they're looking to produce their music and spend the money and the time in the studio um as far as like yeah creative i i think the creative team is really important especially when you you're lurking to do a certain thing. I think that um, you just got to find like-minded people because there's some people that are out there and they write in a specific way to specifically get on radio, and that's very different from a a team that just is more like in the moment and whatever happens and doesn't, you know, monitor the the creative process in any way. And that's what I tend to like to do more is just – work mm-hmm. in a way where we let the song tell us what it's going to be and we don't try to, like, force it in another way. Um, and I find, like, creative people like that are the best to work with. Um, and it's just a blast, a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, and it's just it's just when you're collaborating, work with different people, there's some people that um, are great with the lyrics more than um, great with just sonically putting the beats together. And so I guess just a matter of what you need. If you're a great lyricist, then you should get with someone who's maybe more into beats and the and the track and vice versa. Now, when when you say people sort of write for the radio or lo- looking at to put together a track for radio, what do you mean by that? Yeah. How 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 does that really fit in? Yeah, that that is very. <laughs> it's a little bit tricky. You find um a lot of especially in the pop market a lot of us are trying to get on the radio so you start with a beat and a tempo that you already know that djs are going to like and they can transition into that beat and then also just the flavoring of the chords you're like you limit it to like a basic four chord progression that everybody's heard before so that there's familiarity and that it doesn't throw anyone off so there's really like the parameters that you have to keep yourself in in order for it to become like a commercial song and you can't like really divert from that if you really want it to be like you know in the radio format and stuff wow you know i'm hoping that that's disappearing i hope yeah me too with um you know (laughs) new media that this is all you know in the past and um you know the, the whole point of um an artist's work is to be able to hear what they have to produce and not have it augmented by someone who thinks they know better who probably right. isn't even a, a, a musician at all. So, yeah, it, it is a shame. And um, and, yeah. and that's why I sort of tend to gravitate towards very unique music. Yeah. Very unique Me music. Too. Yeah. Judith, something, something I noticed about your style, I, like, I think of your style kind of like a, like a gumbo almost. There's like a lot <laughs> of different flavors just mixed in, and then you get this, bam, right, right in, all at once. What is what are some of the the people that you looked up to or that you listened to that inspired you to come up with the style that you have? Because it, it, you can't compare your style to anybody I know, and and that's that's to me that's one of the greatest things about about your style is that it's it's so unique. Thank you. Well, a lot of my influences come from everything from like classical music, especially French impressionistic like Debussy and Ravel, and even some Eastern like Kachaturian. And um, then I've also, like, it's Chopin, and then I love just everything from, like, you know, Sly and the Family Stone and, and oh, Billy yeah. Preston to, um, you know, Nat King Cole and more, like, standards. Um, and then I love listening to all kind of, like, world music, um, Arabic music, um, Turkish music, and Brazilian music, like Rosa Passos, I love her. Um, a lot of world music tends to inspire me and influence me. Um, and, um, yeah, I just I listen to everything. And, and, and being a composer in my college years really expanded my horizons to just um, incorporate all those elements into my music. Wow. You're doing it good, girl. You're doing, <laughs> you're doing the damn thing. For real. Thank you. Very, very well-rounded. And, you know, and... When I listen to your music, it, it kind of puzzles me, and I guess it's just been because you've been working. Because when you when you hear this, you're like, "Wow, she's been good for a long time." So, so why are you just getting out there now with your your own stuff? Um, I think it's a little bit tricky on the business side. Um, mm-hmm. I could 
I, I had decided earlier in the actually last year I, I was going to just put out my stuff independently, and then you know that year turned out to be a crazy year um, with mm-hmm. Michael and everything, and I decided to hold off. So now this year it's been really just coming up with the best business plan for 2010, and it can be a bit tricky because you're deciding, uh, do I really want to do the major label thing or not? Which one is best for me? So that's why it's, taking, it's taken a while. But, um, you know, I think that this year is going to be the year. Absolutely. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> yeah, and everybody's going to wonder where in the world did she come from, you know? Mm-hmm. It's going to be really something. And um, again, you have a very unique story because you've you've been in business for so long. And you've been very well trained, and you've had some experiences that very very few musicians or um, vocalists have had. And um, the work that you've done in studio, and um, the people that you've actually worked with, um, major artists as well as films, and and the whole bit. So you are as well rounded, and you're someone also who. <laughs> Is under no delusion about the industry and what it has to offer. Yeah. That yeah, in itself yeah, is a major factor in people actually succeeding because for a lot of folks, the bubble bursts when they actually get to work. Right, right. Mm. Right, yeah. And, and that's one of the things I, I liked about when I watched the process of American Idol. I don't know if you're a fan of that, but <laughs> my wife and I love it because, you know, <laughs> these people actually go from – you know, being determined just to stay in line and to get their um, time in front of the, the judges to actually going through this transition where they really learn what the business is like and how much hard work is out there for them. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah it yeah. totally changes. Like, it just starts when you're when you, when you get in. And um, this is a long journey, but, um, yeah, you can't really be like, oh, my God, you know, I got signed or I got this, or this big break, you know, and just – that's like a platform for what you're about to do, and you got to really be like level-headed and know where you're going with it, because really nobody's gonna do it for you or, or really help you, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but they can if, as long as you're really driven, they will, and you can pull them together to do it. Now, the music industry has changed so much. What should an independent artist nowadays be looking for in their record deal? Because it's just not the way it used to be. Um, I think that the main, the most important thing is how excited the the deal, the people signing you are, and what they're able to do for you, and what they are going to do for you. Um, because in the beginning, you know, they, they get excited, but really, it's all about how much time they put into your project, and also the money, how much money they're going to invest in you. Um, um, it all really comes down to the when it comes to the promotional money and all that to really give it a strong push so um you got to look for a good chunk of money and also yeah. excitement about you know your project those are the main two things um i'm even the type of person if, if these people are really are going to do like some amazing things i wouldn't mind signing a 360 deal just because they're going to do what i can never do you know so yeah. and explain to everyone what a 360 uh, deal is real quick um it's where they take Everything you know, they take a percentage off everything, including your tour um, merchandise and everything, all the income that artists makes. Um, it used to be that the labels only took would wouldn't take artist tour money and all that stuff, but now they're dipping into that because yeah. it, financially it's been so crazy for them. Yeah, yeah, and, and the industry is changing quite a bit, and. Um, People are finding other venues, and um, that's why I've got my eye on independent artists because I think that the um, the new business plan is going to come up through the creativity of um, independent artists and um, people who are just um, determined to get out there and not wait for anyone to tell them whether or not they're good. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Judith, look, I'll, I'll, I want to thank you for you know taking time to come on board, but – I, I definitely have to play this last track, um, My Cure. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Um, sure, yeah. My Cure is a song I wrote with um, Stefan Scarbeck. He's an amazing producer. And we wrote that a few months, uh, actually maybe more than a few months back, several months back, and it's just a fun little jam. Um, I love working with Stefan because he's 
got this really quirky. He's from the UK. He's actually works a lot with Amy Winehouse Camp, and he's just like oh, really? so creative. Wow. Like, <laughs> so I love I love working with him, and we put together a song called My Cure, and I like it because it's got this marching band type of groove, which I love, like four on the floor type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely hot, uh, and I love it too. And um, we're gonna go ahead and end the show with that because we've only got three minutes remaining. Okay, Leo, you want to say? Hi, right. right. hey, Judith, man, we loved having you on the show. You, you're something. You, you're gonna be something seriously to reckon with. I mean, Christina Aguilera and them gotta you. watch out. They gotta <laughs> watch you. out. I'm saying it. I don't care. For real, it's all good. And I hope to hear from you again. Hopefully, you come back and, and do the show again, and maybe uh, we can definitely uh, hook up and do a collabo in the future. A Leo, yeah. and, a Leo and Judith collabo. <laughs> and I'm just going to beatbox the whole CD. I'm just going to beatbox. That's it. Nothing else. Okay. We're going to be carrying it on them. That's <laughs> Very cool. Okay. Judith, well, thank you again for, for stopping by and taking time out of your busy schedule. And um, we wish you all the best in the future. And um, we know you're going to do great things out there. Thank you. Here it is, Judith Hill's My Cure. Oh. 